Do you want to start a podcast? Of course you do. It's 2021, and you have that unique idea the world just needs to hear about. Wait, it's a podcast about really disturbing horror movies called The Crawl Space Creeps? Okay, well, you'll be hearing from our lawyers. Anyway, when you have an original idea for a podcast, Anchor makes it super easy, and even better than easy, it's free. They have all the tools you could ever need to record and edit your podcast, and they'll distribute it to Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else for you. So if you're lazy and a little bit dumb like me, even you'll be able to make it happen. And you can make money. Why do you think I'm recording this at? I'm sorry, that was harsh. Thank you so much for listening. To get started, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm unless you are the crawlspace creeps, in which case we're we're just going to fight. I'm, I'm sorry, we're going to fight. Anyway, back to the episode. Ever since you pointed out while we were watching this movie that you think Quentin Tarantino might have directed it for a very specific reason? Just certain scenes. Uh, I can't get it out of my head. Can't get you out of my head. Oh, I'm talking about the foot fetish thing. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, <laughs> uh, Tarantino would have absolutely lingered significantly longer. So this uh, should Alexandre Acha, he's back, uh, be... I'm back. Do you know that dude, that little British kid who sings the Pokemon Go song? I play Pokemon Go every day. I play Pokemon Go. You don't know that song? I don't know that one. That opens with him going, <laughs> I'm back. So, uh, Alexander Aha's back. That's, that's that diversion. <laughs> We're, we're talking the, about... <laughs> we're the cellar dwellers. We're the cellar dwellers. Uh, we're talking about uh, off-kilter flick. We're trying some new stuff, and uh, we're doing a movie called Oxygen. Well, when you say new stuff, we're... Brand new. We mean new stuff. This is a 2021 Netflix, I guess, original. Well, it was Netflix is the one who released it. Yeah, I mean, I think they, they're allowed to call that original. Yeah, uh, film starring... Mel- uh, I'm trying to be as French as This possible. is bad. You're bad at French and bad at accents. Yeah. Uh, Melanie Laurent. Laurent. Close, yeah. Close enough. Good. And uh, Alexandre Achach. Who is, he is our first ever three-peater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm honestly surprised because I, yeah, thought, I, I, I thought it would be, guessed. I thought it would have been Takashi Mika. I really thought it would have been him first. Because we were close. And we haven't even done, no, we have done one Von Trier. Anyway. We'll do more Von Trier. We'll though, absolutely for do sure. more Von Trier. We'll absolutely do more Mika. But... For now, we're doing Achach, our first three, Peter. And, which, uh, go back, if you haven't listened, obviously, to, to us this whole time, which we understand. If we you're understand. new, If you're a new fan, welcome. Welcome. My name's Colby. My name is Gretchen. He doesn't always say it like that, but if you're That's new, you but if you're new welcome back. We are excited to have, to have you here. Yes, welcome. Go back and listen to our, our previous Alexandra Aha episodes. High uh, Tension. High Tension, uh, one of our very first uh, extreme French extreme films that we'd ever seen. That was a single, right? Yep, we just did that yeah. uh, that as a solo episode, and then we did a two part, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, we watched. I can't remember the other movie we watched with it, but we watched his uh, remake, the of, Evil Dead remake. Yeah, we watched the Evil Dead remake, and then Alexandra Aha's The Hills uh, The Hills Have Eyes remake from 2006. And uh, upon those, we kind of felt like uh, that one, Hills Have Eyes, and High Tension, didn't fully hold up to our our more uh 
uh, lauding memories of it. The Hills Have Eyes was better. The Hills Have Eyes than, than we expected, but High Tension was worse than we expected. Yeah, we both remembered really enjoying that movie, and it kind of fell flat this yeah. time. Some of the gore effects were cool, but uh, he did a film twenty nineteen. Is that Crawl? I think so. Yeah, called Crawl. Uh, he's done a bunch of stuff. In he's between. been a he's been a working yeah, yeah, yeah. director for his his whole career. He's pretty, a French guy, pretty much exclusively in horror or thrillers. It seems um, he's done. I'm going to try to go by memory. You've got him pulled up in front of you or you can. Uh, he's done. So high tension is like his first real breakout. He did the Hills Have Eyes. He did Piranha 3D, which I enjoyed and saw in theaters in 3D. I haven't actually seen Piranha 3D, but I would like to based on your uh, recommendation. It's very fun. A piranha <clears throat> bites a dude's junk off and spits it at you. Cool. You see a 3D peen. That, hey, I love technology. Um, Me too. You're forgetting uh, Mirrors, the Kiefer oh, Sutherland I classic. Say, I was going to say that next, but that came out before Piranha 3D. I never saw it, but I remember the trailer very distinctly. I never saw it either. Amy Smart is in it as well. Oh, so yeah, cute. right. Boom, baby. Uh, Horns, the Daniel Radcliffe, which I really enjoyed. A uh, movie based on the Underrated Joe Hill flick. Uh, book. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, weird cool movie. Uh, I would like to read the book. I like Joe it's Hill. It's kind a lot. of like it's it's like an R-rated, fucked up. Uh, it has the feel of a coming of like coming of age it's Stephen like a, King. It's like a fable, like a parable almost. Yeah. It, yes. And obviously if you're unfamiliar, I, the Stephen King feel Joe Hill is Stephen King's son and that's a pen name. Yep. So, there you go. Uh yeah, Horns was cool and then he fell for me. Well, yeah. He did a lot of like shit that nobody saw. He did like the, the Ninth Life of Louis that. Drax, which I I'm seeing it for the first time. I don't know what it's that is. It's apparently a thriller. Uh I have not seen it. Uh then he did um uh, was it Crawl after that? He did a short film, and then, yeah, in uh, 2019, yeah, yeah he did 19. Crawl. Which uh, I disliked more than most people. You hated this I movie. really did not like it. I thought it was fucking dumb. And I like big, loud, dumb monster movies, but I thought it took itself way too seriously. It was way too predictable, and the lead actress was terrible. Yeah, you're not going to make a, a crocodile really be that... No, scary, but I, I like but I like Lake Placid. Like I never saw that. I grew up with that movie though, and I thought it was cool as shit because it took place in Maine. Like, why the fuck is there an, a giant crocodile movie? How in many? Maine? Read a single Stephen King story. No, no, no. They I know all but, take place in Maine. I know that's, but we didn't get any crocodile movies in Maine. I guess it's weird. Stephen King didn't write a crocodile movie. Trust me, I loved that everything. Beggars Stephen can't King be choosers down here in in Georgia. Yeah, you, you guys got the Atlanta child murderer. Great. <laughs> Yeah, really cool. So interesting. Real great. Uh, I didn't even know about that until like three years ago. Oh, I mean, fair. Yeah, I really didn't like Crawl. And a fun, a fun side note about Crawl is it is uh, who who is the star of Crawl? The woman, the lead. Uh, <laughs> the woman. The, who's who's the, the woman? Who's the woman? Um, her name is uh, Kaya Scodelario. Yes. Scodelario. So she, I, the whole fucking time I'm watching Crawl about a year ago. Uh, with Hannah, my partner, who was on the Loved Ones episode, she is sticking out, like, looking so familiar to me, and I couldn't place it, and I didn't give a shit enough to just look it up. So I'm hanging out with a buddy uh, a couple weeks back, and I remember of this god-awful but very funny movie that I had seen called The Truth About Emmanuel, and it's all I remember remembered about the movie is it's starring Jessica Biel and uh, this girl. That girl is the lead in Crawl. 
the reason why it's important, I'm going to spoil the truth about Emmanuel for you real quick. Oh, no. I've, I'm, I'm hearing about this movie everybody, for the first time, and it's going to be spoiled? Everybody should go watch it. The <laughs> whole thing is free on YouTube. It's oh fantastic. <laughs> Check it out. So this is like a real m- movie. It's so fucking stupid. Okay. I can't wait. So, <clears throat> uh, Emmanuel is this woman who stars in Crawl. Yes. She is uh, a, a new neighbor, moves in. She lost her mom, uh, the very sad boohoo, during childbirth. Her dad is a very nice guy. She's just complaining about life. She sucks. She's really annoying. And Jessica Biel moves in, has a new baby, no husband. Where's the husband? Uh-oh, what about the husband? Uh needs a babysitter like just some help so emmanuel goes to help and the mom jessica Biel's always like the baby's sleeping just leave her in her room she's fine only go get her if she makes a fuss and so she's like i gotta go check on this baby at some point like the baby's <laughs> never making any fucking noise like what's going on so she finally like meets the baby and it's just a doll like just a straight oh up my God. baby doll <laughs> jessica beale is mentally unwell her husband left her because they lot they had a miscarriage and she never recovered from it that's what ends up happening but the baby doll reveal happens within the first 20 minutes of this hour and 45 minute movie and then you sit with the knowledge that they are interacting with the baby doll for the rest of the movie while every other character believes that this is a real baby and the teenage girl who discovered it is also crazy and decides, nope, I want to hang out with this woman and only this woman, so I'm going to pretend this is a real baby. Dude, you have to see this movie. Uh, it is I, so fucking ridiculous. I think ridiculous. I just did see the movie. Watch thanks the truth to, about thanks Emmanuel. Thanks to your, your storytelling and that's our And that's our review of Oxygen <laughs> by Alexandra Aha. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> thanks for listening. So, uh, Crawl, <laughs> his previous man, that film. that was a rabbit hole if I've heard crazy, one. Crazy, man. So, Crawl uh, was his previous film. So, I was really skeptical. When I first saw that this was coming out, Oxygen was coming out, I was intrigued because it was starring Melanie Laurent. Who I really enjoy. She's dreamy. As an actress. She's dreamy. She's incredible. She's, she's French. She's French. She's incredible in in Glorious Bastards. She's incredible in Beginners. You've seen some of her native French films. Uh, she's just she's great. She's she can be funny. She can be yes. emotional. She can really be a Scared, badass. Sad. She, all, yeah, she really everything. is emotive. Uh, just a, a great actress. Of, of course, most people will know her from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that's her most um, uh, widely known American. An role. incredible character in that movie and. Can Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you do speak French. <laughs> See, um, but that was she Spanish. is amazing in this. I mean, there, there's she, yeah, she, she was fantastic. She carries this movie. She's it, the whole reason I wanted to see it. Yeah, same. Uh, the director when I when I saw like the poster promotional stuff for this. I originally was like, nah, not interested. Also, because in none of the images did I recognize it was her. She uh, didn't look like her in to me in the promo stuff like at all. And then when I realized it was her, I was like, oh, weird. She's in a Netflix movie, but I'm more intrigued. Oh, it's in French. Even more intrigued. Oh, it's directed by Alexandre. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's layers Aja. to this. <laughs> and he hasn't directed a movie in French in a while. I'm very curious about this. Uh, sci-fi? Horror? Sci-fi-y? Thriller-y? Thriller-y? Thriller yeah. Like, all, all, all good question marks. Uh, this... The reason why I started up at the top saying it's a little bit different is we're going to try to start incorporating more broad of the horror and thriller and uh, quote-unquote extreme genres. So we're not going necessarily any more exclusively 
for uh, the most fucked up because that uh, it just limits so much that we want to be able to talk about. And we love the All genre. Of this stuff. Yeah, like yeah. we we love horror movies. We love being able to talk about them, and we will always turn back to some some fucked up stuff. Yeah, just exactly. Because that's just because we're, we're covering this stuff doesn't mean we're not going to hit Ebola syndrome and Antichrist <laughs> and Serbian film at some point. Uh, yeah, don't even just, like talking about it right now. <laughs> we got to sprinkle in some of this stuff for our own sake because doing this week after week, it's hard for us to just keep living in the depravity. And again, we don't only watch that stuff, yeah. but I kind of almost exclusively watch <laughs> horror, uh, horror and thrillers. So it will be fun for me to be able to talk about some of this stuff. And for us now that theaters are starting to be a yes. thing again like we are excited to be able to do you know brand new movies uh, I went brand new horror movies yeah I went to the cinema <laughs> I saw a film uh spiral it sucked yeah book of saw I I shamelessly love the saw franchise and uh this one is better than jigsaw but still really not good. It, we and we had talked about maybe like doing doing an episode on Spiral. I'm glad we didn't plan it cuz it would have just been us like dogging on it yeah. for a while. And yeah. yeah, once you told me that it was bad, I am not necessarily a, fr- a fan of the Saw franchise yeah. like you are. Uh you know, I was I was okay to miss it. I think. Yeah, like it really kind of bummed me out. <laughs> like at how lame it was. Can I ask how Chris Rock was? Like bad. Oh, like he was bad. Bummer. Hey, I said this to Hannah afterward and she said that she couldn't get it out of her head of uh he genuinely doesn't know what to do with his face at any given time like i couldn't that scowl tell. that's like from the trailer yeah oh, well funny. And, well there's a lot of like those super uh hyper quick moving scenes do you remember from the originals like the early 2000s editing yeah. type oh, shit oh yeah for sure so he tries to recreate that but do it more modern so it's like a little crisper not as frantic looking and like sometimes it like slows down in like this weird slow mo thing. And Chris Rock's face, you can't tell if he's doing like his dumb like Chris Rock grin or if he's like supposed to look pained or scared. It's just bad. He looks confused. He doesn't know what fucking movie he's in. It was a mess, dude. And Samuel L. Jackson was just Samuel L. Jackson, and he was in the movie for like maybe five minutes total. Oh yeah, yeah. Happy to miss that one. Yeah, it's all that to say, we're excited to like see movies in theaters. Again. Oxygen. Would be a cool flick in theaters. This would have been a fun movie to see in theaters. I would have been happy to see this in theaters. If you're a fan of films like uh, Buried, which I have not seen, but Colby Star- enjoys. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Um, th- yeah, this Oxygen draws from a lot of different influences. Yeah. Uh, Moon. Moon. And, and Duncan Jones' Let's, let's Moon. go ahead and say that since this, we're, this is a brand new movie... There will absolutely be spoilers. Normally, this is yes. Normally, we don't do spoiler alerts because a lot of because movies we watch are so old, old yeah, or but so obscure. We have. Let's just go ahead and say I liked this movie. I think. Yeah, it's, let's get that out of the like, way. We recommend it. Yes. Uh, I'm not giving it like a full throated like this movie's amazing. So I don't think you need to rush out to see it. But if you're wanting like a gripping, like pretty, it'll keep your attention. Yes. Thriller, uh, absolutely worth your time. And warning. Don't watch it dubbed. Don't watch shit dubbed unless it's like Miyazaki shit because then it's yeah. like very specifically dubbed. Watch shit with subtitles in its native language if you're able to because I understand some people have restrictions and need to do certain things. But uh, when you play this movie on Netflix, it's immediately going to start dubbed. So just change it over to the original French language. It, and you, have to, to you have to do it manually. You which manually sucks. have to do it. You have to do some homework. But uh, it, it's a better experience. It's a better experience because you'll get 
uh, Melanie Laurent's performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get that when it's dubbed. It's, it's, it's just not it's possible. It's weird. And, and even a, a huge... Trust me- us. Mega- we just watched two Italian-dubbed oh, oh films, and there's no emotion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean... You'll hear about those later. You gotta have it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's say we're in spoilers now. You should watch yeah. this movie if you're Check into it out. a good thriller. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> it's a solid three out of five for me. I'll go 3.5. I you're enjoyed 3. it. 5. But I am also... Follow me on Letterboxd. I am at uh, uh, Mild Blasphemy. Nice. Should yeah. I should I do a letterbox to It's fun. It just helps me. Ch- I don't. I don't. I'm not the. I, it freaks me out. It's a little too intense. The people on there because there's like letterbox influencers and shit like that. So I literally. You're, you're not selling me on it. No, honestly, it's just to keep track of the movies I watch. Okay. Is the I like rating it and remembering like oh, did I like only like that two stars worth? I remember liking that more, and then I rewatch it and been like oh no, that was worse than two stars. That's happened a couple times. Maybe I will. Check it out. It's fun. And you can just follow your friends and not worry about it. But maybe, else. what if I want to be an influencer on on there? What if, I think do, you could. Do I have what it takes? You and Charlie could go back and forth. Is Charlie cool on there? No. <laughs> I mean, not yet. Let's I just. Know. He's only reviewed like four we will take. We will all take over Letterboxd when the time comes. Yes, yes, yes. When so the marketing get, works out. Let's get back to Oxygen, which uh, you will see on Letterboxd under Mild Blasphemy that I will rate a three. Follow him. Follow Christian. Um, do it. It's yeah, so spoiler territory here. I mean, from from the get, you find out that uh, she wakes up, no memory of how she got in this chamber of sorts. The premise of this movie is like the one pitch line is is awesome. Woman wakes up in small, cramped space with no memory in the pitch black. Like, if you start a movie like that. It's going to be intense, and Got that is figure it out. That is exactly how this movie starts. Yeah, she uh, she's wakes up in like this webbing. It's it's, it's cool. really gross and intense. Have you seen um, Fire in the Sky? No, the is Alien that? Invasion movie. Mm-mm. It's very cool. I I recommend it. It ha- it's in its uh, alien abduction scene is one of the most uh, harrowing I've seen in film, and it's known for that. Anyway, cool. Uh, in that abduction scene, there is like this weird, like kind of like silky cloth substance over the people, and it was kind of like this netting uh-huh. stuff in uh, Oxygen. The 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 that opening scene um, in Oxygen, where she is kind of like peeling that stuff yeah, off it's of so her. Yeah, so cool. It's it, gross. It's interesting that that reminded you of another sci-fi movie because it reminded me of uh, Pandorum. Oh shit! Ben I never Foster saw that. Movie. Uh, isn't fucking Dennis Quaid in that yes. too? Yeah, uh, kind of a Ish. like a mid, you know, thrilling kind of sci-fi mm-hmm. horror type movie. Um, ben Foster's cool in it, but there is a very similar scene of his character like waking up in a cryo sleep chamber, and it's really claustrophobic, really intense, and it really is like super, super similar to a scene like this. That's fire in the sky. Oh yeah. Yeah right. That's oh, that's kind of wild. Yeah, I think you would dig that movie. It's cool. It's I'm, from the '90s. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, she wakes up in this, and then we are like her. That's what's the fun of these movies mm-hmm. is we only find out information as the this one character that we see the whole time finds out information. And conveniently, she has no None. memory. No memory. No uh, understanding of where she is. No sense of place, time, day. Nothing. But. Uh, quickly, she realizes this is like a cryogenic pod of sorts. She lights adds, finally turn on. Is, there's a touch screen. It's voice activated. She's talking with um, Milo, the uh, the automated voice, the, which the AI, the, the of AI the, of the pod, basically. Which this whole <clears throat> sequence and if 
before we actually get to the ending, um, what I'm about to say, if you've seen the movie Moon, you, boom, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you've seen the movie Moon, that's kind of the twist. So when we talk about this movie feeling like Moon, it's because of the twist and because there's this talking robot that is almost like a friend but also just a robot doing its job. You you want it to be a friend so badly the whole time. But it's just doing its, it's thing. Just a robot. Yep, just doing AI. its thing. Uh, it's not Hal from 2001. No. It's not evil, even though that's also not evil. It's just doing its thing, kind of. There's. Are you on Hal's side? Yeah. Are you Team Hal? Dude, I don't fucking know these days I anymore. also hate that movie. I know you do, and I love 2001. Oh, you fucking are Team Hal. Oh, it's so beautiful, Gross. that movie. Oh, I love Kubrick, baby. Mm, give it to me. Uh, now that I'm looking at my notes, do you want to know my first uh, thought that I wrote down? I hope there's feet. Close, actually. <laughs> uh, this is I wrote this when she is basically uh, first waking up and like strapped down to yeah. to the thing and peeling that kind of gross webbing stuff off. Uh, this is very much somebody's fetish. Ah, uh, like <laughs> yeah, weirdly like. Well, what did they bondage. call the belt? The um, I don't remember. Like the, it wasn't the womb belt, but the, it had like <laughs> a weird like uterus or like. It, it was referencing the pelvic region of her specifically, if I remember correctly. I gotta be honest, though. I think... We just watched this, and I don't remember that. <laughs> I think I expected there to be more actual body horror in this movie. Yeah, I was actually... Uh, you know what I mean? There, This movie is a thriller. Like, it's, it's very intense. It's intense emotionally because time is running out. Oxygen, oxygen is running is out. Running. Okay, so yeah, the the whole premise is she wakes up and her oxygen is at like thirty five percent. It's already at thirty five percent. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's the worst news and, you could have. And like they, she gets like a timer, and it's like okay, in like forty five minutes, you're gonna die. Type of situation. Thanks, Milo. Yeah. So thanks for telling me, buddy. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's like straight up what's going on, and then from there we just kind of see her learn information and unravel but i agree i was kind of expecting especially because knowing his filmography i was expecting a little bit more horror um as opposed to just straight thriller but after seeing crawl i should kind of expect because crawl was also more of a he's straight maybe thriller. he might it seems like he's pivoting away from the extreme gore of for sure of the hills have eyes and, even, and high tension. I mean, even horns. Horns was dark, and I mean, it's dark source material, but, but more like dark comic, dark comedy. Comic, like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but like Piranha 3D was gory as fuck, but it was very funny because it's just purposefully full of tits and blood. Wait, there's boobs in it? A lot of boobs. bro. I guess I gotta see it. The sequel is called Piranha 3 Double D. Oh, it's another boob reference. Yeah. Man, that's clever. <laughs> Another boob reference. Whoa. That, dude, that, I Wait. couldn't finish that one. Dude. We just, did you hear that slap? That was fist bumping, baby. Yeah. Sorry about it. I take it back. Uh, essentially, she kind of just continuously Googles herself. <laughs> this is something that I want to talk about. <laughs> she asks Jeeves. The, so she is obviously laying down in this pod mm-hmm. uh, horizontally. The ceiling of this pod is essentially a touch screen uh like iPad type thing, sc- yeah. yes she can touch it she can interact with it she can talk to it yeah uh and, and so i could not stop thinking this whole time as she's like scrolling swiping all that stuff this is like the iphone 6000 
like this is what it turns into. It's just a pod where you're laying in this thing and you're only have to look up and swipe with your hands. Like you know what I just thought, Wally, just like Wally, dude. No, it's, dude. It's all the same. These are the pods that the machines were putting everybody in in the Matrix. The Mitchells versus the machines. All the machines are putting those people in the pods to get them to all go away. The entertainment pods or whatever. Did we? I mean, they're both on Netflix. I think this. You is also just spoiled Mitchell's versus the machines, That's dude. That's not spoiler. Fucking that. spoiler everything. That's the whole Damn. plot of the movie. Is Damn, the robots dude. are taking over? It's wow. the title of the movie. <laughs> I also, think this also, is a crossover. Not related. Watch that movie. Watch it's that amazing. movie. It's fucking great. It's so good. You'll love it. I liked it more than Oxygen. Spoiler. It's a different podcast, bro. Completely different podcast. Oxygen. You don't even like animated stuff. Get out of here. You're not I even, like animated stuff. Fan. I just don't seek it out. Uh, Mitchell's versus machine is a four. And this is a it is a, it, he's not he's not wrong it's a four yeah it's a very good movie uh so yeah so what did you want to talk you said you wanted to talk about how so she's just laying there oh I could how? not think stop thinking about this is just what the iPhone will turn into okay. is a giant pod where you don't leave and yeah. you are yeah constantly swiping and, yeah. yes that is the only thing I could think of after yeah. this movie. <laughs> she keeps swiping through pictures of herself, trying to remember who she was. Yeah, reading articles. Just and... like Tinder, she keeps swiping right, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, obsessed with her husband. God. Like, shit. Oh, I gotta know what my husband looks Ugh. like. Oh. Yeah, so, okay, so she's all hooked up, obviously, being monitored for health and stuff. We quickly learn this is, like I said, cryogenic type stuff. She doesn't know where she's at. She's starting to believe she's buried somewhere. She's having, like, brief memories of a hospital uh, flashes of stuff certain like pain triggers her uh when she like takes off the iv and there's like needle marks like where the needle was like touching it like just triggers memories for her uh but it's all very muddled and confused she ends up being able to search by like context clues like around within the pod there's like a serial number or or stuff labeled so she's able to search that way via milo and eventually track down a phone number <clears throat> Uh, after she figures out that her what her name is, that she's a doctor of sorts, uh, calls this was it like a customer hotline or something like customer service? I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't quite follow that part. I, I'm, I think I missed it. Was this when she, you're saying that she was calling the old woman? No, no, no. The first call she makes, like how, yeah. like that first number that she called. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Either, either. way, I, yeah. somebody with this company, she somehow was able to track down this number and give it a call. Yeah, and she calls before she calls the police. She calls the woman, right? Maybe I think so. Anyway, she ends up calling a woman and calling the police. Yep. So uh, when she calls the police, it very quickly disconnects. Uh, after she starts giving some information of being like, I believe I am in a pod. I believe I'm being held captive. I'm running out of oxygen. Gets disconnected, calls back. It's or it gets transferred up to like the the uh, sheriff chief. It gets disconnected. Oh yeah, the, the when she gets put on hold, or yeah, like that she's being told to transfer, and you just see it in her face of just being oh, like, no, it's going it, to disconnect. The, the worst feeling. Yeah, oh, it's devastating. And it does. Of course, it disconnects. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> She, I feel like she calls the woman first. Maybe. Okay, so the, prior to this whole stuff with the police, she talks. She calls this woman asking for her husband because it's a number associated that she found with her husband, Leo. Leo. And woman answers. She asks to speak to Leo, and she's like, who is this? Uh, and she's just like, it's his wife. And she's like, that's impossible. Hangs up. Doesn't know. She just keeps calling her back. The woman's like, stop calling here. da 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 uh, talking to the police the police are like we know who you are we know where you are we're coming to get you 
all of this. We're, or we're trying to track you. Uh, we're aware of your situation. We're coming, we're coming, we're coming. It feels so good, too. Yeah, and you're like, oh, hell yeah, this is like light at the end of the tunnel. There is a light at the end Ooh, of the tunnel. Ooh, you're singing now, baby. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Who sings that song? I don't fucking know. I'll, I'm going to edit that out. No, you won't. <laughs> that's that's the that's the good stuff. That's what's gonna get us signed to a major label, baby. Waiting for you to be major labia. Uh <laughs> Not editing that out. No, I've, God damn it. <laughs> uh, she, yeah. So she's talking with the cops, and all of a sudden, some stuff just starts not adding up for her because of I don't know. She's about to die, and time keeps running out, and the cop feels like he's stalling. And uh, memories that she's having are not lining up with what he's saying. All of a sudden, he's like, you don't have a husband. He never existed. Uh, when she keeps she, asking what her oxygen level's at. Yeah, when she Googled certain things earlier, and now she's Googling it, uh, certain information is missing. A lot of, like, what the fuck is going on? And as an audience member and through her, she starts to wonder, did I imagine, like, am I losing my mind? Yeah. And, and you kind of... Don't know for a while. The cop also kind of straight up tells her that she is, and that you're she's panicking, like this due to is, isolation, this is hallucinations, yeah. like all of these excuses. And she is hallucinating. She's yeah. seeing rats. There is a lot of like pretty blatant uh, rat imagery early on, and so we'll get to the kind of big twist, but it winds up not being very subtle. I'll say no. Uh, not she's very just a subtle. rat in a cage. Despite I'm a- it's yeah, it's that's it's, as, that's all you that's all I get. Copyright man. Yeah, we don't want to get taken down. That's true. <laughs> we I know we 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 get monitored so much, dude. Yeah. I know. Maybe you'll get some later. Great, you'll get some later. <laughs> Everybody wants some. Isn't that a movie? Yeah, yeah. Heard it's pretty good. Um, yeah the the rat imagery is a little overdone, but it's a little goofy. Yeah. Uh, if they had flashed to images of the uh, meaty not fully formed rats all around her all the time that would have been good. those were gross that was the one of the grosser things about this movie that was the grossest thing about right. the movie yep. aside from i mean i didn't cringe at it like i did the the needle toe needle but uh you cringed at the stomach needle a lot i did but then they didn't really pay off with it i cringed at the idea ah. yeah the stomach needle yeah your brain is always worse my brain is terrible. True. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is my worst enemy. Uh, yeah, so she uh, quickly realizes, like, hey, these these cops are kind of fucking with me, and I don't know what's going on. But that woman ends up calling back. And the woman, she doesn't trust She doesn't trust anybody. Why, why the fuck would she? Yeah, she doesn't remember anything. She has, she's basically she's had, stuck, like, she's, alone. she's had a permanent panic attack this whole time. Just yeah. everlasting. She keeps hyperventilating, and that's wasting oxygen. She just doesn't have time. So the woman finally convinces her, like, don't hang up. I'll, to prove to you that I'm not bullshitting you that i can help you i'll give you the code to open the door but you can't open the door basically the administrator password yeah because that's she couldn't get through the firewall when she first woke up yeah uh she gets the password and is going to open the door but is convinced to stop and then she is told uh, which the woman could have just said in the fucking first place like don't open it you're in space psych yeah Kind of, kind of, while it's not a outer <laughs> nice uh, inside Lewin Davis reference. I just rewatched that. Great song. Uh, yeah. Great song. Yeah. It's very catchy. Yeah. Uh, Adam Driver. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that part's so funny. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. While the kind of the space reveal isn't that groundbreaking or shocking, I did like 
the way visually it was revealed because mm. you don't see it, you just see her start floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it, which is, it was cool. It was it was a cool way cool. to reveal a not that interesting shot. It it uh, another movie. This is similar to because of stuff like that. There's a gravity. lot of influences. Yeah, yeah. Gravity. Uh, uh, we already said buried uh, moon. Uh, Pandorum, Pandorum. There's, yeah, there's that Tom oh, yeah, Hardy yeah. movie. There's just a ton of stuff. I'm yeah. sure uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I already know some of the ending. Uh, there's this uh, classic thriller called The Vanishing that people really love. Um, I feel like that's got some stuff influence in here. Uh, but that's is, kind of that's kind of Alexander Aha's thing. Like he's not. He's yeah, he's never, an influence. He's too. never completely original. Like he draws from all of these different. I mean, genres yeah. a lot of times. I mean, Horns is an adaptation. Right. Piranha 3D is a remake. Hills of Eyes is a remake. Mirrors is a remake. Yeah, like, like he yeah. he just likes his own his own stuff. Exactly. Like, like which I I kind of respect a little he, bit. He 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 likes he likes to work off of inspired works. Yeah. Um. And it's cool. And I thought this one worked more or less pretty well. The Roger Ebert site gave it like a three and a half out of four glowing review. I read the review and like everything that they said is more or less on point. But uh, I don't know. I just wasn't as hooked. And it's because like I've just seen it. Like there's only yeah. so much you can really do. You with can't a like shock like that much. Yeah. Like you would have to go shocking with instead of having perfectly white rats, you would have to have body horror rats that are like nasty. Yeah. You got to go like. I mean, go Cronenberg, baby. Go, go extreme. Do like, it. You, you kind of done got it before. To. Do yeah. it again. Uh, he had some head. Like there was a hole through someone's head. That was cool looking. Yeah, it was okay. It was definitely CG. So w- while there isn't really any trivia, there is one kind of like what if casting. Mm-hmm. And remind me, well, kind of two. So tell me what they were. Yeah. in. I don't remember. So uh, before Aja and Melanie were attached you, to this, getting better. Film, thank you were attached to this uh, and actually created it. Uh, it was originally a project for Anne Hathaway, which... Uh, I would have been bad. I don't... I don't dislike her. I don't. I don't necessarily either. But I don't necessarily like her work. Uh, I thought she was great in Colossal. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I don't think a thriller, like a claustrophobic thriller, is necessarily I don't know in, if it, in her wheelhouse. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If it, it might be. Ryan Reynolds killed it and buried... A but lot, a lot, a lot of folks, a lot of folks have reconnaissances. Sure, and, totally, and it could happen. But, but the <clears throat> the other interesting one is Numi Rapaz. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, this whole entire movie kind of reminded me of the scene in Prometheus where she oh one hundred percent when like, she's getting the uh, C section. Yeah, which yeah. is gnarly. I as fuck. think that's kind of what I wanted in this movie was yeah. that. Scene. Well, when in you see that movie. needle, there's this thing that tries to sedate her yeah. that comes out when she's starting to like waste her oxygen, and this like needle arm comes out of the pod and is trying to get her, and she ends up fighting it off. But when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is that thing's gonna come back and it's gonna get gnarly," and it didn't. It didn't really. It never really. She fought did anything. It. Yeah, she beat it. She beat it. Like yeah. everything about this movie worked. Do Do we know what this was rated? Oh, it's got to be PG thirteen, right? Good question. I didn't actually think about that. Because I don't... Did they even say fuck? I mean, it's Netflix. It's TV, Do they... TVMA. TVMA. Why? I don't know. Because of the violence? It must be. Yeah. What does the parental she, she shit says say? She says shit. Yeah. So this has got to be like... This is just like a, a hard PG-13 or a very, very light R. Yeah. Like, not that gory... But like yeah, like the the context of the story is intense. Is intense, yeah. But yeah, yeah you're right. I don't. I, this is this the first like potentially PG thirteen movie we've watched with this. 
I think so. Do we have to watch a Serbian film next? <laughs> no. No. I've got some ideas. I just remembered something that's streaming I'll tell you about um, that we should watch soon. But that said, yeah. I mean, this movie could have stood to to just be a little bit more body horror and really kind of embrace the sci-fi-ness of yes. it, I think. Yeah. Um, because sci-fi horror is such a cool genre. And there's not a lot of movies that do it well. No. And like Beloved Ones... Uh, I mean, like they're polarizing. Event Horizon, like I don't like that movie. I like Event Horizon. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a good movie. Uh, Pandorum I, is is kind of polarizing. It's as considered. Well. Some people really enjoy it. Other people think it's trash. Yeah. Uh, and then you get into like more body horror that just has like hints of sci-fi with like the fly and the thing right. and stuff like that. But those are more. That's just Cronenberg. That's just Cronenberg or like alien movies yeah. rather than fucking. Um, like actual sci-fi exactly horror, hard yeah. sci-fi uh, moon is hard sci-fi but then you get that's just a drama really it's yeah. not horror it's, it's hardly a thriller it's a it's, uh, it's a hard mashup to, to do is. correctly it's and, a tonal it's yeah. a tonal thing um this one does pretty well i don't think it's i don't think it less on the horror side it's less on the horror and it, yeah. i really feel like if it leaned into that uh it really could have excelled yeah, because there were definitely moments where, like, you're when you are expecting something worse than something than what actually happens, which mm-hmm. maybe that's just us, but we were wanting it to. But I mean, I'm a person that was disappointed with the ending of Gravity because I thought it wrapped up too nicely, and I feel like I don't know if you're gonna put a character in a situation like this and make the stakes so intense, like make it scarier, make it scarier. Yeah. If we're gonna get such a nice payoff, like when we look at at the movie as a whole, the worst threats that she faced inside this chamber, aside from obviously the oxygen going down, which sure adds a time Is, limit yeah, to yeah, your yeah. to your time. It's the ticking clock makes it scary for sure. Adds a it's layer the of run, intensity Lola to run it. aspect. Definitely, yeah. like that works for sure. But like aside from that, this kind of needle that attacks her every once in a while not that scary and honestly as a diabetic could be kind of cool could be free I, insulin she, there might have been insulin there hey free insulin's a dream free insulin is the dream i know, I know. so i might be on team shot there. yeah boom, i don't baby. even know um wait that thing will sedate me please give great. it to me yeah. oh, make me sleep better please. please awesome give it to me give me the iphone 6000 i want to be sedated that's what the that's what this is about. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then the other one was just her kind of visions of these rats. She had these. She's having these hallucinations, um, of these rats inside of her, which is like kind of shocking every once in a while. But it's not. It's only for a split second. And so it's done. the okay. So to jump back into the information that she gets. So she is is in this pod because the Earth population is going to die off within two generations and because there is a virus yeah i don't like that reveal no it was kind of dumb also i don't know if that was shoehorned in in post or like what i don't think so it didn't have to be there it didn't have to be there uh but that's her husband uh died from the virus uh, she continuously is having memories of that. He's like all blotchy skin. Again, that could have been much more body horror and cooler, but no, it's just like some dirt on the skin. low budget. Very low budget. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Melanie Laurent was great, though. Like genuinely great performance. She carries this movie on. All the rap. voice actors were great. Uh, it's the guy from The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Uh, 
apparently a great French film that neither of us apparently, have seen. Apparently, yeah. Appar- apparently a great French film. Well, t- I'll take my French teacher's word for it. Thank, I you. Used Thank to, you, Mrs. O'Kelly. I used to own it, but I never watched it, and I don't think I own it anymore. So from there, she uh, learns that her husband is dead, the world is falling apart, and she's a clone. Yeah. That's the moon. That's the moon reveal. That's, that's, the moon that's reveal. what we mean. Uh, spoilers for Moon, great film starring Sam Rockwell. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the same reveal there, clone. You know, which is is solid. But I'd seen Moon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and at a certain point, we knew cloning was involved because of all the rat imagery. It's again not subtle. Yeah, not, and yeah. so that's why the reveal is like not like particularly good, just because yeah. again we've seen this before. This isn't this isn't that unique. Thinking right now, thinking on it right now, and what we were discussing while watching the movie, I really think we were giving the movie a lot more credit than it deserved because we were throwing out some pretty wild ideas of where the movie was potentially going, and not a single one of those happened, but any one of them would have been pretty interesting to see. Yeah. It, it just... There was no malicious intent in anything that was... Everything about this movie was happenstance, Right. Because these were all clones. Okay, so here's the big reveal. She's yeah. a clone. She's in this traveling uh, ship, essentially, this giant, uh, looks kind of like a satellite, yeah. like built uh, uh, ship in space that is traveling 14 light years away to the planet Wolf yeah. 10 or something. <laughs> planet like Wolf 10, like 61 or something, yeah. which honestly, I'm down to go to Planet Wolf. You can only live on the certain borders, though, because it's too cold or too hot. It's, it sounds nice. Like a beach. Like a beach. Yeah. Life's a beach, baby. Unless you're a Surf clone it. on your way to Planet Wolf. Yes. Because you're probably fucked then. So they're going there. They were all supposed to just remain in hypersleep for the 14 light years uh, and wake up there not really having any memories, but just start starting a civilization. And uh, they got hit by an asteroid, like went through an asteroid field. Yeah. It kind of fucked up their trajectory and killed a bunch of them, some of them. It said they all expired, but then it said some of them were still alive. I don't know. I got I got a little confused there. It doesn't, um, it's irrelevant. It doesn't really matter because yeah. the ending is a dream anyway. I choose to believe it didn't actually happen. Um, the it's all happenstance. So everything that we were throwing out was there was malicious intent. The only malicious intent that was there technically is the cops were trying to keep her on the phone to run her oxygen out so she would just die because she is a clone and they could not let any information that she learned get out to the general public. Because technically she is a doctor, a scientist, and knows a lot of shit that can't go public. And she... And so they have to talk her out until she dies. And she... That's their side. The OG where her DNA came from is like an old woman, is like a old woman whose husband is dead, who pioneered this technology. Yeah, and we, that's we, the woman she was talking to on the phone earlier. Was herself. yeah, that was kind of interesting. I'll say that was, cool. that was, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah. Uh, we do see that old woman eventually, and it is Melanie Laurent. Uh, in horrible, horrible yeah, old person makeup, which it was like Guy Pearson, uh, Prometheus, exactly. Both very, very bad. Like bad, makeup. don't do it. Not, ne- don't, not you're never gonna make it look good. No, it's hilarious. It takes me out of it every time. It does. 
Had to point that out. What's his face in fucking uh, the two dudes in the latest season of True Detective looked good in old dude. I haven't makeup. seen the new one. Mahershala. I do want to watch it. The season three is cool. Season two was so bad that yeah, it made me never want to watch it again. <laughs> season three was good. It's nowhere near as good as season one, but it was really solid. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's it's absolutely worth good a watch. News, at yeah. least, yeah. It is kind of all happenstance. The there isn't like a villain in this, which is okay. Like it's I'm, okay. I'm okay with the we movie wanted it to be the being husband. what it is. It just wasn't what it what we thought. Yeah. Uh, it was it was much simpler than I was anticipating. Which That's is, so pretentious of us to say. I know. But it's okay <laughs> that it is that simple. Yes. But I I feel like I was sold a heady movie, and it wasn't very heady at all. Sure. Uh, Talking through it now, I think it's closer. To, I said a 3.5 earlier. A 3. I think it's a 3. Which, yeah. it feels like I've rated everything the last the, the last movies that we've watched. Man, they've all not everything been, can be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not everything's that bad. Not you everything will find really the majority that good. of shit in life is just... Okay. Yeah. It's just fine. It's pretty good. Which th- for this kind of movie, it's good. This is this is a pretty standard flick with a pretty above average performance. This is the most audience friendly movie movie we've watched so 100%, far. One hundred percent. This is no one will be offended by this. And this doesn't dissuade us from watching new movies. No, 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 like, no. This is kind of exciting. Just even having this conversation that doesn't involve like you know, all of the horrible things we normally have to talk yeah, about. Yeah, and we hope we hope uh, doing a few more accessible, uh, quote-unquote, mainstream, because I'm not even going to call this mainstream. The only reason why I am is because it is an advertised-on-Netflix movie. Yeah. But this is still a French film. This is still a thriller. This is still just on Netflix, not, like, widely distributed by, like, top-name people. Uh, so it's still a little off the off the beaten path, yep. but the majority of people can access it, and the majority of people are not going to be repulsed. If you're repulsed by this, yo weak. Why are you listening to us? Yeah, what you fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> we don't want you. Any final thoughts on oxygen? Okay, well, it, it ends. It ends with her kind of figuring it out and going back into hypersleep, being like, I hope I make it to this planet because then I have a purpose. And uh, it ends with her on the planet hugging her husband. And that didn't happen. Well, you, we do watch the oxygen meter go to zero yeah. as she is put in the, back into hypersleep. When she was explicitly told that if it went below 3%, yeah, I mean, she wouldn't make it. I think we have to believe that the, the happy ending is a dream and yeah. she died in space. Which with, I, with everybody else. <laughs> which I also choose to believe is the ending of Gravity, that Sandra Bullock did not make it to Earth and crawl out of the water like a fucking evolving fish human. Whoa, dude. The symbolism. Whoa. Alfonso Cuaron is an incredible filmmaker, and that ending bothered me so much. I do kind of want to rewatch it, although... Gravity? Yeah. I, but I've seen I, it twice. I can't because I saw it in theaters Same. at the IMAX theater. I didn't see and IMAX. And I, I, like, I can't watch this on a TV at this point. I, I won't have the same experience. So I I'm just going to let it be in my I brain. saw it in theaters and really fucking enjoyed it. And then I watched it at home and really didn't care for it very much. Because you see, like, oh, this story is weak. Yeah, like, there's not much to it. No, there's really not. Uh, but he's an incredible filmmaker, so whatever. One, one thing that I do want to talk about that pops up at the very end of this movie mm-hmm. Uh, it says, uh, the computer basically is like, uh, we're going to put you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called the charitable euthanasia uh, protocol. One, please. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take 10. (laughs) Sure, why not? 
And it's just another big needle, not that scary. Yeah, it's like, the same fucking thing. Same threat yep. level, but the charitable euthanasia is very funny. It is. That, that yeah, we both laughed at that phrase. <laughs> just like administering charitable euthanasia. Like, uh, oh, great. What? Thank Sick. you. Cool. Uh, the charitable is what makes it For funny. free? Yeah. It's fantastic. And Milo, the voice of Milo, the dude from Diamond Bell and the Butterfly, uh, is consistent and really good and honestly adds a, a good sense of humor yeah. throughout it. Just his his very but also kind of like one note voice, a level of intensity and like true, true stress kind of. Yeah. And again, one note is deadpan. not is. Yeah, it's deadpan. It's not a that's not a knock on the performance by any means. It's just. He's a robot. It's right. automated. It's going. It's not going to have a ton of inflection, and it adds to the comedy and it adds to the suspense. So, uh, well done to the cast specifically. Again, I feel like I may have said this on the last couple we did with him, uh, but I also feel I said this like really hard about fucking Spiral, and I'm kind of feeling it about this. Is uh, this? It doesn't matter that Aja directed this, like anybody could this, this yeah this could have been anybody this, truly. like his stamp isn't on like i don't know if he has a stamp yeah. is kind of the thing but like his yeah, stamp it's is what i think it's it. what we're learning yeah and i felt that way like really fucking hard with uh spiral i was like this could this could have been directed by literally a hobo on the street. you me Dude, like honestly they should get a fan they AKA should get a fan. you well they got the director of two three and four to do oh, this one and it still sucked one and it sucked and it was like work like it looked cheaper than those movies I mean, they're just not getting the budget anymore at this point. I don't fucking know, dude. I mean, maybe Chris Rock just this, meant this to whole, be a horror. This whole podcast is just to say, watch the truth about Emmanuel and don't watch <laughs> Spiral from the Book of Saw. And maybe watch Oxygen. And maybe watch Oxygen yeah. if you're in the mood for a little, a little thrill and a little, uh, a little taste of the international life. Ooh. Yeah, it's a cool French movie. Oh, maybe have a baguette. Uh, it'll make it'll make you sound escargot. cool uh, in the office. Say, hey, I watched this cool French thriller. How do you say? How do you say it in French? How do you say Oxygen? It's spelled with an e at the end. So I don't. Know Is it Oxygen? Yeah, sure. I'll let that be Oxygen. All right. Cool. Melanie Laurent Oxygen. Yeah, dude, you're fluent. Omelette du fromage. Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. Um, this movie obviously does not need a, a palate cleanser, but what have you been doing lately? I, uh... Or into lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, have been, uh, work... It's been a lot of music again. I've got a split coming out this summer, um that I'm putting some finishing touches on and working on a grindcore project with a friend as well, which we're hoping to record uh, an album come uh, September or October. We are in the writing phase right now. And uh, I know you, Colby, have something coming out. Yeah. Uh, this. I mean, it's not a palate cleanser or anything, but uh, I wrote... It could be for some if they watch some spooky stuff and need a nice, good read. Could potentially. I, I wrote a story. I wrote a novella. Um it's gonna be it's called kill collins i feel like it's been mentioned here vaguely before but maybe not that it was a novella yeah i have not like made any official well i have now made yes, made an now, official announcement on the socials um, yeah i wrote a story uh it's basically uh about the world's weirdest cover band a death metal phil collins cover band uh, it's a kind of tongue-in-cheek supernatural tale um you know, pretty short, but uh, the plan is that it's going to be released as a kind of pay what you want um, ebook, PDF, um, and and there will be an audio book, which is cool as hell, uh, which is really cool, recorded by uh, one of my best friends, Seth McKay. 
really good voice performer, uh, the best DM uh, I know in D&D. He's of the Seth MacFarlane clan because they share the first name, right? Well, yeah, Just close. Just a bunch of voices. Sure, yeah, yep. it's genetic. Yeah, all the Seths. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and Seth so, Green, Robot Chicken, you know. Seth Steve Rogen. Seth Rogen, Sausage Man. Party, boom. Keeps all happening. these voices, yeah. Um, but yeah, really exciting. Uh, don't have a release date just yet. I'm still kind of finalizing the uh, kind of book format. Uh, Brittany designed the cover. It's incredible. She's doing some illustrations for uh, the book right now as well. So uh, once we come up with a uh, release date, I will... Uh, post that, of course, on my social media. If you want to follow me, just Colby McHugh. Um, I'll I'll be posting updates as I go. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's yeah. fun to kind of. I, I know what it feels like now to like promote something. It feels weird. It does feel weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we'll. Uh, I posted to the story, but once once there's like actual, hey, you can get this thing. Like, it won't just be on his personal. It'll also be uh, on the seller dwellers accounts as well. And uh, anytime uh, new music pops up, we'll throw that on there, too. Yeah, we're really just using this podcast to promote we, our we, own stuff. This is all, of course. all a, a, a ruse. You fools. Why are we you want, even listening? We want to show you not only are our voices used to describe some of the most deplorable acts on celluloid, but they can also be used for uh, describing uh, what? Give, give, give an example of something from Kill Collins. Um, let's just say, hey, if you're a fan of the Tarzan soundtrack, you might enjoy Kill Collins. Boom. They can talk about the Tarzan soundtrack. They can also make some guttural noises into a microphone. Well, make- you, you do that for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so get ready for a whole record of that shit, because I'm going ham on that. Can we, can we do a full episode where you're talking like yeah, that? not a fucking problem, bro. Yeah, it feels good. I'm I'm in my. You're getting good at it. I know, dude. I've been practicing a lot, so I'm not. That's like an inhale, and I'm not actually. I'm only using those for like background effect on the vocal. That's not my main vocal. Oh, but it's fun as fuck. It's fun as fuck. Yeah, I I, really enjoy it. It is very very funny. (laughs) Yeah, I have. I'm working from home, and Hannah no longer. Hannah's hours at home are no longer as short as they were, so I have a lot of time to just like sit at home and make weird noises. And practice. And practice, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because uh, we have a basement now, I just go down there and fucking scream into a microphone and record vocals. It's Honestly, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like it's how you should do it. Feels good. It's, it's very nice. So uh, we'll probably return with um, something a little more, uh, I'm not going to say extreme, but we'll probably go something a little more horror and oriented here soon. Yeah. And we got a fun episode coming up of a double feature that will feature a guest. Uh, that is the uh, aforementioned Italian poorly dubbed films that I mentioned earlier in the, the episode. Giallo movies. Yeah, the Giallo films by a filmmaker that I really enjoy. And these are two films that Colby and I hadn't seen. And the verdict is out on whether we enjoyed them, but... Uh, we will see you on that episode. It'll be a fun discussion. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. This was a, a fun one. We yeah, we were able to watch something on Netflix. That's bizarre. Yeah. And again, we're gonna we're gonna try to. If this was on Tubi, though, we would have watched it on Tubi. We would. Well, we absolutely would have watched it on Tubi. No, no, no. Tubi one. Hey, Tubi. Like, hey, it's don't hey, don't be hey, mad at us. Hey, 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 hey. We listen. We know that we betrayed you technically by watching something on Netflix. You're, we went for the cool rivals. kid. You're, you're the rock steady. Netflix sucks on the Roku. It crashes all the time. No, it doesn't. Tubi. It didn't crash this time, though. It did work. It didn't. It, it did worked work perfectly, perfectly, actually. actually. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Okay. Well, next time, we got a lot on the horizon. Have a lot of fun. Uh, Ayo.
A-O indeed. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. Bye.